Before, yesterday, you were like, well, you're probably going to be here all day, so just bring things that are going to make you comfortable. So that's what I did. Okay. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of Women Pepper Web Podcast. It's just Bethany and Christina today. And while we said we were going to be on break until at least sometime in July. <laughs> we're not going to put any label we're not going to put any labels on it. We're not put any me. parameters on Don't it. Don't define me. Um, yeah, we just wanted to check in and say hi. So Okay, no, honestly, for real, for real, <laughs> you said you knew what you wanted to do for this show. Okay, so I'm I, really okay. excited. That's what's in the bag. Okay, 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 what's well, in the bag? I just not for the whole show, maybe, but just like as like an icebreaker. <laughs> I, Bethany and I used to be on the newspaper staff in <laughs> high school, our senior year, and we had a column just like Carrie Bradshaw, and <laughs> we did the what was it? The best week ever. The best week ever. Yeah. yeah, inspired by the best month ever. Wow, this is really interesting. On VH1. So, I thought we could just like read really quickly <laughs> what we the things that we thought were the best and worst parts of our our weeks. Um oh, it was called No, it was the best month ever. <laughs> it, it was the best month ever can you please describe what my face looks yeah like? she's freaking out right now because i have like the actual newspaper articles there's so fucking many i'm taking okay. a picture of this so wait i read one and i don't want to read that one okay so let's see okay so we did the best month ever and it was just the upgrades and downgrades and this particular this particular uh, week was like the first year, or it was either the new year or a what, new school um, year. year is that? I have 2005 over here. 2005. I have 2005 as well. Okay, great. Um, okay, so the upgrades and downgrades of a brand new year. I hope this is a good one. <laughs> um, advisement is a downgrade. What's advisement? Advisement was a period... Like, it was, like, zero period. Okay. It was, like, homeroom, basically. Okay, okay. And you just sit in the class and take role. How many people actually do the SAT question of the day? Maybe we're being biased, but this means no more leaving five minutes early for seniors. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, the tardy policy. I guess we had a new tardy policy. Was an upgrade. I'm always late. Why would I ever think that that was an upgrade? Uh, that must have been Tracy's idea. <laughs> Since the hallways are less crowded and they gave us a week leeway, there should be no excuse for lateness. Damn. Three lunches, new staff. This one's pretty lame. Tall tees, a downgrade. Let them lay them to rest, please. <laughs> yep. In my white tee. <laughs> and then the polo and Lacoste shirts was an upgrade. I, think, I wrote no, we that. Did it. No, we didn't. Look, I you wrote did. that. You were the queen of a polo. No, okay. I had every like all the Lacoste colors, all the polo colors. The okay, then yeah. the bitch had the nerve to say, "Try this more structured look instead of a tall." tea just whatever you do don't pop your collar <laughs> that was so I'm, 2004 i'm cringing uh, i'm cringing flashy purses small jackets remember the cropped blue jean jackets that everybody wore we gave that a downgrade don't get us wrong they aren't ugly yes they are <laughs> small jackets are unpractical when the weather in every classroom is five below zero oh my god i'm so embarrassed <laughs> Okay, this one I have is from, this was November 2005, and by that, I don't know what happened to Tracy, but it was just you and I's <laughs> column. Uh, cell phone. Tracy probably moved on to bigger and better. Bigger and better. She was like, this is beneath me. Uh, cell phones equal downgrade. At no point should your cell phone be a VCR, DVD, USB, PSP, <laughs> CD, <laughs> All with lawn mowing capabilities. If you're lucky, maybe, just maybe, you'll get a phone call. Hilarious, because cell phones are more than that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Laguna Beach equals upgrade. The drama, the love triangles, and the cat fights remind us all too well of our very own Eagles Landing. Wow. Mm. Did we really think we were like Laguna Beach? Probably. Probably. Uh, <laughs> Reality TV shows equal downgrade. My reality doesn't come with a script. 
Um, natural disasters, floods, hurricanes in New Orleans. Wow. Ooh. Yikes. Damn. That obviously that got was down Katrina. Trade. That was fucking Katrina. Wow. Earthquakes in Pakistan, tsunamis Ooh. in Sri Lanka, Ooh. wildfires in California. This 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 disaster trail mix has got to stop. Wow. You know what? I really do remember Katrina just because of how many new students we got yep. that year. And I, in this folder too, I also had, we did an interview with a, stu- or I did an interview with a student who was displaced. Yeah. Um, by the storm. And I don't know, it was very interesting. It was interesting how, like, not I don't want to say shallow but what's the word I'm looking for like how we really had no idea the magnitude yeah Yeah. like we knew it was serious but I don't think it was until I became an adult and I felt more responsible for the shit I had to lose you know what I mean it's just like or I felt it I don't even know how to say it I guess I just couldn't conceptualize what it actually meant to like lose everything you know what i mean that we were still so reliable on our parent reliant or me yeah i was still so reliant on my parents it was like my well-being doesn't feel like my total responsibility it never feels like or it never actually felt like to me that i actually could lose everything Mm. you know what really like made me realize that shit was real out here Mm -hmm. and it was 9-11 to be honest which was a couple years before um, Hurricane Katrina, but that's when I was like, oh, anything can, anything is possible yeah. out here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't have as many as I thought I did. Yikes. Continue, continue. Um, okay. Uh, Brewster's ice cream at lunch equals upgrade. Ooh, Every now and then, that? kids need a nice, tasty treat in 40 degree weather. <laughs> I don't recall that. That's not Eagles Landing shit. Yeah. Because that sounds really fancy. All right. Well, yeah, that's a little glimpse into the high school and uh, the high school Bethany and Christina. You know what? I definitely go back and look at my pictures every now and then. Oh, I have my what you call too. We can do that after the show. Your scrapbook? My scrapbook. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I have one more best month ever. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, how often do you go through your scrapbook? So our beloved teacher, we still love him very much to this day. Also, we were on his podcast, Three Plus One Podcast. Yes, an amazing, a zennial to millennial podcast. Yeah, pop quiz, what's a zennial? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dr. Z- I don't know, actually, I don't know. Oh, we don't call him that. We just call him Dee Dee on Dee Dee. air. Okay, so Dee Dee was our teacher and he made us do these scrapbooks that I I can't I don't even know it's like it was such a great idea and I'm so happy he made us do it and it's so fun to just go back and like you really have this like snapshot on your perspective of your high school career and it was just so good and we sometimes we revisit them look at all the pictures oh my god okay what It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Cameron! Happy birthday, Cameron! Oh shit, I forgot about undercover brother. Okay, so Cameron had his own column, and it was called Undercover Brother. And he used to, he used to like investigate things. Yeah, he used to pretend to be like a staff member. Oh my god, how cute! Yeah, you know what this is really making? I'm looking at some of the names in here and these people are still doing like creative things like we just passed angela's cartoon mm-hmm. panel mm-hmm. priya writing about psychology about? and better study skills okay. to help increase Duh. student achievement it's, you know the things that are you to the core just don't ever go away mm-hmm. go ahead um okay so this is from october 2005 um it's another best month ever ever 
and we give things upgrades and downgrades, like the things that stood out to us, the lemon, the pepper, and the what? You see that shit? <laughs> it's the prequel. It's the prequel. <laughs> prequel. Um, so the hallways, we gave them an upgrade. There was drama with the judging. Oh, oh, okay. So this is around homecoming, and we used to decorate our hallways. Like each class had a hallway, yeah. and they would decorate them. And so. Like, according to the theme, I guess, that they were assigned. And it says, though, there were drama with the judging. Everyone still did a good job, even the freshmen. So who won? We must have won. Nah, we probably... Oh, yeah. If it's an upgrade, we probably won. (laughs) Um, Parade and pep rally was a downgrade. (laughs) It was too hot in October, probably. Yeah. It was too hot to concentrate on the million and fifty senior athletes. Plus, we didn't have enough time to do penny for a pig and all that other fun stuff. What is that? <laughs> some country ass shit. <laughs> some country ass shit. <laughs> Just things that seem so dumb. Like, what is that? Right. What does that? What does penny for a pig right. mean to me now? No, at nothing 30 at all. Nothing. Like, and okay, okay. So, and then carnival oh there was a carnival yeah no, okay sorry just not kidding. that kind of carnival all right <laughs> upgrade i mean the karaoke was crunk damn oh. the cotton candy was off the chain and the bonfire was blazing hot we're it was so lit. lame <laughs> we're so blazing hot before lit <laughs> wow uh the powder puff game the seniors won drumline upgrade upgrade they were so good oh, and God. they deserve two upgrades that's something with us homecoming court downgrade extremely predictable that means there was a bunch of white, white girls <laughs> yeah <laughs> and guys no white girls and like one black guy yeah marcus <laughs> <laughs> No shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. No shade. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> you have to know. You just have to know. If you know, okay. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> Spirit week. Oh. oh. <laughs> Spirit week. Oh, love. Spirit Week. So Spirit Week, we would have like something for every day. Oh, the, the, that's the picture. That's that the said. 80s yes. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. This must have been like the best time of my life because I <laughs> saved everything from senior year. Apparently nothing nothing from any other grade in high I school. I don't really remember. What was 11th <laughs> Okay, 11th grade was kind of good for me. <laughs> 11th and senior year, honestly, were great years of my life. Our I'm personal favorite was wacky tacky 80s day okay because i was like why were we so tacky 80s like i got the 80s but i didn't understand yeah and then we gave the best month ever to somebody that would be the wet i guess the freshman their first year they managed to take the cake in an event commonly won by the seniors they didn't get booed at the pep rally and they're still alive (laughs) (laughs) hooray for class of 09 wow Okay, that was a fun little stroll down memory lane. Uh, you just really unearthed some things that I forgot about. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Like, we were columnists. Look at me. No, we're recording a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, that's me. And Ashley? Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> anyway, so shout out crazy. to you, Dee Dee, because you the go. You the reason for, for this shit. The reason for the season. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy Pride. Okay, so should we have this conversation on air? Uh, I mean, I I guess I'll just... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, what more do we need to say about it? So before we started recording, we were just talking about... I don't even know how we got on the subject. I mean, possibly your whole outfit today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very in my pride wear. Christine is literally a rainbow right now. (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know. But we were just talking about... That's the interview. Yeah, that's the the interview. Um, We were talking about... Defining relationships. And I feel like we visit that subject quite often on this and, podcast. And it's because because it's so relevant. Like, everybody needs to have the answer. Like, everybody has to have... Nothing can be gray. 
it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. being gray. Mm-hmm. It has to be black or white. So we need to define the relationship. We need to define our sexuality. We need to like have answers for all these things. And for me personally, I just don't, I don't want to stress anything in life, mm-hmm. especially something so like <clears throat> unimportant as sexuality but how to can me. you say that okay to for you that's <laughs> to me, very like, important but some people's sexuality literally gets them killed that's true so that's true i feel like the need to define it again like i was saying it just validates your existence your humanity like i'm not some sort of a freak show i'm just a person who's in love with three men at the same time <laughs> Not no big two. deal. Oh, <laughs> you have two men at the same time. time. <laughs> um, you're right. You know, I don't know. I guess I I understand the reason why mm-hmm. it's important for some people, but I guess to me, I think it's, it's not just, important. Yeah, you're just. It's not. A, it hasn't take. It's your blackness, for instance, takes priority over your sexuality, precisely, and the need to define it. Yeah, but. You understand how important it is for people to stand with you and speak on the existence of your being black. And and I'm not saying that I don't. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely... And also, I think it has a lot to do with just the fact that I've only had heterosexual relationships. Mm -hmm. So I am the norm right in this case. True. So until... I experienced something other than normal, then it would become more important right. to define. Yeah. And like, and I will separate. say, to be quite frank and honest, mm-hmm. I think that although, like, I grew up, or not grew up, but my early adulthood years were spent around a lot of gay people, mm-hmm. trans people. I, I met. Well, I won't even say that, but you know what I mean? So I feel like I was very aware, I think, early in life, considering how I was raised and where I grew up, like I had an introduction to alternative lives, like the not alternative, but that just people just live differently Mm -hmm. early. Like I'm still talking to some people that are 30 open minded, but some people that are 35, 36 years old, like that doesn't know like you like what being transgender even means you know what i'm saying so i think that that in addition to it took like you said me having my own experience in my personal life Mm -hmm. with either recognizing the difference in my sexuality Mm -hmm. from what i always thought it should be and then having an interaction with a person who was very different from what i thought i should date you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so yes I think that's when I became hyper aware of why this was important and why it's important to be able to define yourself. But I think we brought up a good point earlier. Like it really only should matter to you and the person that you're dating. Yes. Like this is that in an ideal world, in an ideal world. I, I guess I just feel like when it comes to romantic relationships, like, I guess I kind of keep everything on tuck. Yeah, like I'm not too. really public with any kind of unless you're my friend and you're in my life then you know but I I don't put anything on display so it seems crazy to like have to put your sexuality on display to get right. approval right from others or like to I don't know uh, not, I I think I'm it's terminology my, is important. Yes. I think validation, validation is a better word or visualization is a better word because also we were talking about how for years you didn't see black people on TV. True. You didn't see gay people on TV. You yeah. know what I mean? And people want their lives and their existence to be represented in the mass media. Like people yeah. should know that I exist, you know? Totally. <laughs> but I mean, I, but I, think, I, I think, I think it's like, I think what is essentially happening is it seems so absurd that so many people would be anti whatever you choose yes. for your own life that yeah. we have to now like almost segregate ourselves like you said before. Exactly. You know what I mean? If it was just love is love. 
sorry. We're also watching Sex in the City. On mute, and it's the it's the scene when Alex the when the Russian smashes the rat, or it's probably a mouse, a mouse. with a frying pan. That's disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. Honestly, I really hope I'm not offending anybody. No, I don't like, think I'm you're not, anybody. I, I'm trying to choose my words carefully because mm-hmm. I don't want to come off like brash or, mm-hmm. or politically incorrect. But what I was saying was since we were just talking about the different kinds, the different names for not relationships okay. and sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying like it seems like Whenever it comes to defining things, it's creating more separation. Right. Because I I do know that, uh, like, just from watching a lot of gay television, like, uh even just, like, Drag Race or Mm -hmm. how we watch Chasing Atlanta, like, within the gay community, there are, there's more separation. Other than what? everyone knows about right what's commonly yeah and i think a lot of times like if you're not careful there can be a slippery slope especially like intracommunally like how we have colorism within the black community you know there's like people gay people who call each other f the f word Mm. and like p's and you know as as a means to offend each other right so that's one thing but what I I listen to I Heart Erica mm-hmm. all the time, and I just remember having this kind of moment of clarity where she was kind of she is an openly queer person, and her partner is a trans person, and so but she came out as like her her gender expression was not what people assumed it was, you know. So she's not she doesn't necessarily identify as a woman herself. Erica. Erica. Okay. Okay. Even though that's what she, she's a big breast cancer advocate. And so Mm -hmm. that's what people had for all these years identified her as. And she recently came out. And then I was just like, I guess the bigger picture is that gender really is a social construct. Like (laughs) I know, I know people say it. You and your fucking one-liners. saying that all the time because I think it just sounds so funny, but it's so fucking true. It's like, eventually it's going to get to a point where there's so many sub-identities that it's going to be like, it doesn't fucking matter! Like, it really I think that's where I'm at right now. And I think that's what I was trying to say. None of this that's actually what I was trying, fucking That's matters. what I think you were get what you're, you're already there. You've already I'm, reached I that point. I think I'm already there and, and it's just annoying waiting for people to catch exactly. up. Exactly. I'm in that's the future, you're baby. You are. You yeah. are. And I think that's why it just seems so mind boggling to even continue on like Next year, there'll be three more new genders. I guarantee it. Probably. You know, gender identities. And so I think it's just getting... It's almost like a joke. It's almost like a running joke. It's like, if you guys don't get that gender is a social construct by now, we're just going to keep creating genders. You know what I mean? And then, like, and keep annoying the shit out of everybody. It's like, why... The point is, it doesn't matter who the fuck you want to date as long as it's safe and consensual. Yeah. And legal. I mean... TBH, all of this, nothing on this planet is new. Like, none of this is new. Like, they've been doing... That's a bar. That's a bar. (laughs) Shout out to you, Lucius. That's a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this has been going on since the beginning of time. Like, gayness has been around for a mad long. Trans trans has been around for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So, it's just like... Oh... Okay, well... <laughs> yeah, speaking of trans people, uh, let's give a big shout to Marsha P. Johnson. If you haven't watched The Life and the Life and Death, I think it's called, of Marsha P. Johnson on Netflix... I haven't. <laughs> you definitely should. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good documentary, but um, I don't think it was until I watched that documentary maybe two or three years ago that I actually knew what Pride was, mm-hmm. that that's how it started in the- these riots. The was it the Stonewall mm-hmm. uh-huh. Stonewall okay. riots in New York, and it was a fight to get rights for trans people, trans people of color, and sex workers um, mm-hmm. in New York. And she ended up, you know, making the ultimate sacrifice, and she lost her life. So, yeah. happy Pride, everyone, and may she rest in peace. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's I, th- that is the part that really does make me sad is that like people are literally dying. dying. I mean, whether the- it's from being murdered mm-hmm. or taking their own lives, or even just, just like simply internally because of- slow deaths. Yeah, like, I know people who struggle so heavily internally mm-hmm. with their sexuality and the need to be validated or yes. accepted and not being able to accept themselves because of the societal pressures like there's a reason why people hate themselves for being gay or bi or trans you know what i mean it's just because the world doesn't love you yeah you know and that's a sad way to live it's like what is it maslow's like hierarchy of needs Mm. like you need love from other people like oh that's so sad it is so fucking sad so that thing (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so i don't mean to make this a sad thing i mean pride is obviously a time to be happy and proud and full of pride you know and i'm thankful for all of you lgbtqia people what does i the i stand intersex Okay. <laughs> but that is that I, okay we'll talk about that no hold here. on no Into honestly this is a learning moment okay. because we i was at a friend's house and we were having we were talking about i think we were talking about janelle monet mm-hmm. and we l- literally googled what is pansexual so okay. maybe not everybody knows let me find out what lgt lgbtqia intersex asexual Okay, so um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, queer, intersex, asexual. Yep. So right. intersex are people who are actually born with sex linked chromosomal variances mm-hmm. i should say so like most people most quote-unquote male and female sexes will be born with either an xx or an xy an xy if you're a boy and xx if you're a girl so to speak i know that's not the correct terminology yes however some people are actually born xxy xyy xxx like these are mutations in their chromosomes and they might while they are often <clears throat> mentally totally fine, it's not like trisomy 21, mm. you know, where you have three, 20, tw- three of the 21st chromosome. It's like you just present physically with like you might have breast tissue, but also have a penis. Wow. Right. Or you might have. So this labia, is more of but a also, genetic. Yeah. intersex and so but at that but the reason it becomes a thing is because it's like at birth these people are assigned their genders Mm. whereas as you grow this person who has both sets of chromosomes or some variation of this the chromosomes may not feel like the gender that they were assigned and so then Mm. you know you have issues or you might have a person who has obvious breasts Mm-hmm. like a woman or might present with a feminine face but also actually have a penis like born this way mm. so that's intersex that is intersex yeah um i was looking up just l g b t q i a and then other letters popped up mm-hmm. k what's k k stands for kink Okay. And kink is about those who have kinky fantasies. This could involve BDSM. Um, blah, blah, I don't blah, know. Blah, blah. If I don't. I don't feel like that should. I no. feel like that is like a. That just describes how you like to have sex, right? But they added it. They also added P for pansexual, and mm-hmm. this is someone who is attracted to people regardless of their gender. Mm-hmm. Um, P is also for polygamous slash polyamorous. People who identify as polygamous, polyamorous have consenting open relationships with more than one person at a time. 
Um, and then we went. Um, I don't know if queer is one that is known, but yeah. queer is used as a very inclusive term for anyone in the LGBT plus right. community. Um, choosing to identify as queer can mean individuals don't have to belong to a more specific category if they aren't sure of their sexuality slash gender or simply don't want any other label. Right. Yeah, I think I, in general, when I speak about people, non-hetero people, Mm -hmm. I generally just use the term queer. That's a safe term. Mm -hmm. It's Maybe. No, actually, I'm going to take that all back. Why, Why do you take it back? Because... Okay, if I'm a person, if I'm a trans person, say I transitioned into male because I really felt like a male, but then I started dating and then I'm a male. I changed my gender to male. So Mm. I'm recognized by the world as a male and I start dating a woman as a heterosexual person. Am I still queer? Jesus. See, I don't know. (laughs) See, I don't know either. (laughs) Uh, See, you're just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. This is what I'm saying. This is this is this is also confusing, and it doesn't have to be. But you are you are now who you are, and you're dating who you're dating. Okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think as people, if we all just take as people, I. What? I hate it. As humans? As humans, I guess. I think if we all just take the stance that you should allow people the space if they need to, you know what I mean? Because in general, when I approach someone or meet someone or have an interaction with them, I'm not concerned with who they're fucking. Like, no. Or what, you know what I mean? And I'm also not really concerned about their gender. I did. Unless I'm trying to. So I had a situation, a lot of. Some of you may know that I work in the medical field, so I see patients. And I had a gender where uh, it was two what seemed to be women, like feminine presenting women. Or no, no, I shouldn't even say that. What appeared to be two women. (laughs) And I know there were two women. I know, I know, I know, I know. Because I say two women because... The partner was obviously feminine presenting. Yes. But my patient who was pregnant, so I knew she had a uterus. Okay, yeah. um, Was more androgynous. And so I brought them in and I called them ladies. And I was like, wait. Shit. I was like, actually, and I corrected myself. I said, actually, I shouldn't say that. I was like, you all. And I didn't even say, like, I didn't ask her, like, the pregnant one who didn't look so feminine. I didn't ask that person what she likes to be referred to or what they like to be referred to as. I think if we just start being more cognizant of the fact that we can't put people in a box, like you're saying, that people can just be they or them unless you really need to, like, Unless you really care enough to address them, then just ask. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody gets offended by you being concerned with how they like to be addressed. Yeah. So otherwise, just just, like, don't even think about it. Just don't even think about it. (laughs) But if I don't think about it, I'm just gonna say whatever I perceive. Well, then that's, that's probably the thing that you should focus on. Is Why how do you perceive, perceive people? people. Yeah. Cause that because there's no way we're gonna get to a point of why does it matter if everybody's perception is going to be continue continue to be male or female, gay or straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you can change your perception to not not um sexualizing people in that way, not making them so feminine or masculine or gay or straight, like if you can start thinking of people in terms of humanity yeah and not like because and i think what you're speaking to just goes to show how deep these like gender roles it really play a part because it's like i'm just gonna call them whatever i perceive well why do you have to perceive them as such anyway my perception or why i perceive people the way i perceive them is simply just because of how, how I was raised. taught, yeah. That's how the so, whole entire world was exactly. Taught. So and it's like now we're on a now excluded a whole gamut of people. But in general, I think right now we're in a very interesting age of unlearning and relearning. Exactly. So. 
just how I mean this is this is just an intersection that I need to learn more about. Yes. You know, and, and, and like simply. you said, but I don't think you necessarily have to if you just focus on unlearning the the incorrect way that you mm-hmm. learn. Like I don't think it's necessary to learn all the intricacies of being a queer person or a kink person or a poly person. <laughs> or being a poly person. And it's like that's what you're not into. Like you don't have to necessarily learn that, but what you do need to unlearn is all of the shit that you might have been taught about man and woman get together have a baby get married the yeah end. i mean and honestly like even not to get away from this present conversation mm-hmm. i was talking to a friend recently and he was like i don't want kids i don't either yeah and he was just like i don't i want to be married but i don't want kids and Every time I tell someone that, they freak out and or they say, "Oh, maybe you'll want them Late, later when you, there, when when you, you meet the, the right, right person." person. Or, don't you want someone who like, whatever? And he's yeah. like, "No, I don't. I don't yeah. want kids." And so, like, it's such a radical way of thinking mm-hmm. because everyone is just so used to thinking programmed, is, yeah, programmed to think yeah. a certain way. And I'm like, "You're fucking right." Like, there's a lot like. Even my friend's mom recently, she was like, so Beth, when are you going to have a, when are you going to settle down and start having some kids of your own? And I'm like, oh, oh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And if, why would you know that? And why is that even a thing that you Or why is me? there a time limit? Number one, like, why is there a time when, when these things become important or mm-hmm. why are they important? Mm-hmm. That's a better question. I like that question. Like, there's just so many, I think, in general, like, there's just so many new ideas Mm -hmm. that aren't really new. Mm -hmm. They're just becoming more common or Mm -hmm. people are being more fearless and speaking out on their life choices. Mm -hmm. So for most people, it's like, oh, shit, we got to catch up. Like, Yeah. Or for most people, they're just resistant because it's so un like what they're used to yeah and i think the resistance is the point of contention if everybody could just have the same thought process as us yeah <laughs> and just so not, right. so ahead of the time. <laughs> we are we're literally speaking to you from the future we're sending this from record- the future from the moon <laughs> we're sending this recording back to earth and to your ears <gasps> But yeah, no, yeah, but for real. I mean, I think, I don't know. There's a lot of things that I don't feel very well versed on or about yeah. or in whatever yeah. the position is. There, you, you still have some ignorance. I still have ignorance about a lot of things, but there are other things that I feel very confident about. And I do think on the along the same vein as you, like it's important not to diminish the importance of people's I need for identity. Yes. However, Would if never do we that. could get to a place where it literally didn't matter, yeah. then the world would be a better place. We so crown me. Where's my crown? We solved all the world. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I I do want to say that because earlier I was like, I don't understand the reason for coming out. Yes, but if you are going against everything you've been taught and your whole family mm-hmm. and like your your environment your mm-hmm. bubble to say that i am different in mm-hmm. this way like i could see how that's scary or frightening oh fuck yeah life threatening life threatening oh my god i saw some crazy ass headline about parents like a mom and father who killed their child because they thought he was gay and he was eight like just for thinking he's gay and also like he's eight he's eight like <laughs> so what the fuck yeah like what is what is he I, I don't know it was really crazy to me that that's important for some people um so what else happened while we were away <laughs> <laughs> so pride happened and um honestly i don't know oh okay so Issa Rae hosted 
the CFDA Awards. Okay. She was the first African American to do so. Mm. Crazy. Kudos, girl. But I'm glad it was Issa Rae that yeah. was the first. Uh, and that was cute. Unfortunately, it wasn't t- oh, Smith Jarrett. Like, Smith, I, I really enjoyed dream. Smith Jarrett. He was definitely a white bay. When he cut his hair, it just took him to a different Oof. level. It took him. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yes. I think. Look at him. Just with her pink wig. Look at him. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, that was cool. I wish it was televised. <sighs> I would have liked, I, would, I mean, honestly, I just would have liked to see her, like, just cracking jokes yes. and, like, doing her thing. I would like to see her outfit changes and, like, you know. I saw that, though. I, I like a, I like okay. red carpet coverage, honestly. Okay. That's the best part of any award show to me, is the red carpet coverage Everything else, I could get the highlights mm-hmm. on another day. Um, yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. She shaded Kanye, who came out with a new album that y'all were all here for. Who was here for it? Everybody. That is not. That's that's not what my timeline was. Saying. No. No. Okay. What was your timeline showing you? My timeline was quite the opposite, but. Oh my would, God. Your timeline was a lot of, oh, just five seconds ago, y'all. Yeah, was mad at Kanye. it was okay. My timeline was a lot of Kanye is canceled, so I'm not even gonna listen to it. Basically, that's what it was. Okay, it was I just think, a lot of like, nope, we're not I doing got, it. I got a lot of that on my timeline, the people that I follow, but I feel like there was still just a lot of like coverage of the album, like. I saw hella videos from the fucking listening party and yeah. shit like that. Like Wyoming. somebody was here why, for why, it. Why, why anything? Why anything? Why say slavery was a choice two weeks oh before you? Oh my god. Okay. okay, this is this is my Kanye take. Okay. Honestly, truly, because I so after our last episode, like shortly after that, I just got off the internet, mm-hmm. like for. Um, I almost made it to two weeks, but I was off the internet for a minute. Mm -hmm. And what one of the reasons why I wanted to get off is because I just wanted to preserve my own brain. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we're fed so many think pieces, so many opinions from so many different people. Like, it just gets it gets loud. Like, every it's just too much noise. I wanted to get back to having my own fucking opinion. And looking at things that I actually really like or researching and finding other things instead of being fed stuff. Right. It's almost like I don't even know what I like anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I know what I like, but I don't know if what I it's it's almost like I don't know if what I like is in line with everybody else's unless I'm on the Internet. OK, that or more so it's just like. Oh, fuck. I lost what I was going to say. I was going to say, I know what I like, but I neglect like I neglect the things that I actually like because I'm distracted by what everybody likes. what everybody likes. Yeah, that's another thing. It, it's so dumb. And, it, and a little part of me is like cringing that I even fell victim to like those feelings. But that's just the reality. Yeah. Like. That is just really how our world is set up right now. But I knew Kanye's album was coming out and I listened to it and like I didn't read anybody's review or anything Mm -hmm. before. I didn't watch any of his listening party Mm -hmm. footage. And I, I was like, okay, like this is not the Kanye that we all, this is not old Kanye. No. You know, like this is obviously new Kanye. It's not a classic album. Mm-mm. There's one or two tracks that are like actually really good, mm-hmm. but there's seven. So like the odd, it's not. It's unbalanced. It's, it's really <laughs> unbalanced. But I'm not gonna act, like I didn't hate it. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't fucking hate it. But according to my timeline, I was supposed to hate it, and I was supposed to boycott it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then even just like even just saying that I didn't hate it, it feels like, well, what's wrong with you? Why so, didn't you hate? It? I guess 
the question that I would be asking in your position, mm-hmm. if you're like even considering why don't I hate it or why do I feel some way for not hating it is because you maybe don't feel like you can justify considering the things that Kanye has said. Mm-hmm. Can you justify supporting Kanye to yourself? Or is it a matter of being able to separate the art from the artist? So it it's definitely coming back to separating the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. And then also in the grandest scheme of things yes girl <laughs> Kanye is not the, the biggest evil to okay me. thank like, you I, I feel the same way I don't think I've been very vocal about like obviously I don't like what he said I can, if someone asked me my opinion about the fucked up shit that he said when he was having whatever mental breakdown lapse in judgment and also having, like pause like if we're going to give import, or like if we're going to take mental health issues serious he he openly has stated that he is mm-hmm. diagnosed as bipolar. Um, I feel like we should also factor that into a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Even but be- even before he like back to old Kanye when he used to be showing the fuck out in public. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he did. Go ahead. No, but I, I, I think like that's that's where I was going with that is like Kanye is not the greatest offense to me, first mm-hmm. of all. So, like, whether I hear him or don't hear him, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna actively go out of my way to avoid anything, Kanye. And oh. I actively avoid R. Kelly. I actively avoid R. Kelly. Yeah, like that is someone that I'm just like. Oh no! Nope. The other thing I was gonna say mm-hmm. was that. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, let's be honest. We, if you support capitalism or consumerism in any capacity, you're importing uh, supporting some sort of problematic oh ass my God. entity or people, racist as fuck. They're people. all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> so it's like pick and choose your battles, bro. Yeah. I'm not going above and beyond to hate Kanye. I don't give a shit that much. Like, I don't. I'm sorry. Like he what. What he said was fucked up, but in fourth, and I'm grade, not taking- in fourth grade, a white person actually called me a nigger to my face. So, like, <laughs> I don't, like, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna freak out because a black person said slavery was a choice, which, I mean, some people would agree with his explanation of saying that. So... The, what's what's your one-liner? I don't got one. <laughs> your perception. Oh, reality. your perception is based on your reality. And that's the fucking truth. Like, Kanye's words don't have to be a part of my reality. They don't have to affect me in any way, shape, or form. You didn't say them. I don't know. What? I, I don't know. It. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I didn't even fucking hear it. You know what I mean? So Did like, you hear what Kanye said? Nope. Nope. <laughs> me either. <laughs> Okay, just kidding. I did hear what he said. And I do and I do recognize how harmful it is to people who choose to believe that shit. Because what I will also say is like generally everybody was like, he's wrong. So now what? Right. <laughs> That's yeah. just like me saying now two plus what? two equals eight. Right. No, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. yeah. I'm wrong, yeah. even though I said like it out said loud it, and I what? said it like, with a loud voice. Who's, like, who, which of which of you amongst us is going to now teach Kanye that two plus two doesn't equal eight and why it equals four? Who's yeah. doing that by a show of hands? Not many. Like it's 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 cooler to um, prove how right you are mm-hmm. than to educate people who are wrong. Mm-hmm. So. I listen to Ye. Okay. <laughs> I, I say all that to say I listen to Ye. Yeah. And I also listen to Kid See Ghost, which I prefer because it's more cutty heavy and I just missed him. I miss him. I love him. <laughs> I just um, I don't know. I was I tried to listen to uh Cuddy while I was like out and about no. literally last night and it wasn't it no. wasn't the time or the place. So I'll have to read that. that. But yeah, a I couple like cutty things, too. but not many. No. He's cutty. He is He's cutty. Emo as fuck. A man after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying um, to see what else, else came happened? out. R.I.P. Kate Spade, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. Sorry. Oh. I mean, why not? We're here. We're catching up. We're catching so. up. Are we F C O like 
R.I.P. Kate Spade for sure, but the Anthony Bourdain one really hurt my feelings. You like I was into, really sad. What do they call it when Jewish people mourn? Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all Shiva. <laughs> but no, I was really sad. Like you know how, um, you could just like feel people mm-hmm. say you. A lot of on like a visceral level. A visceral <laughs> <laughs> okay, a lot of maybe our parents like who used to come home and watch Oprah every day. Yeah, like that was their friend, their TV yeah. friend. Oprah is important okay. to them that's because a good. That's a very great comparison. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Bourdain was my TV friend. Yeah, yeah. Like his yeah. his way with words, like mm-hmm. his narration, like just his. Uh, raw attitude and like open-mindedness and appreciation for and respect for people's culture mm-hmm. white bay honestly <laughs> like so that's two white bay one episode yeah that was mine. So that that kind of hurt my feelings. I mean it definitely hurt yeah, my feelings. I was, was really was really really sad. Yeah. Um, and we don't need to say it. Y'all all know it. Well, no, I guess maybe you don't know it. Do we so need PSA, to say it? like just check on your friends. Yeah. Talk to them. Don't let mental health illness and awareness be a stigma. It doesn't have to be. It's something we all we literally all have to deal with. But I also wanna say from like a very genuine place, like it's really easy to like post the number for the yes. suicide prevention line and like you know tell people not to be ashamed and they can be open and stuff like that but it's harder to put those those practices into yeah. action because if you're really sad and you're really suicidal you're probably not going to take the time yeah. to call up someone you don't know I meant and expect to, them to care. Um, I have a dab, I guess, for you guys now then. Mm-hmm. Um, the dab is when you're feeling down or sad mm-hmm. or depressed or anxious, mm-hmm. when you're struggling with something, how do you like to be comforted? Like That's a great question. I think, yeah, or how do you like to be supported? In what ways... Is it necessary for you or helpful for you to be supported? I mean, I think that's an issue that I often struggle with. It's like if I see someone going through something, I don't know what's going to be triggering, what I should say, Mm -hmm. what I shouldn't say. Should I just be with them or should is that too pushy? You know what I mean? So it's like it would be cool to have a conversation about when, you know, because a lot of times. You don't you can't you do you can't know what someone else might need, but if mm. we can have a conversation about, well, this is what I like, and just start a collective of <laughs> what people did the ways in which people uh-huh. like to be supported, I think that would be very beneficial because like you said, it it, it is easy to just post a but if you have seven people in a group saying, well, I like when someone comes over and just sits with me, you yeah. know what I mean? Then people might use be able to use that as a tool as opposed to just call this number if you need help, you know? Yeah. That's a dab. That's a good one. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that question is asked enough. Mm-hmm. People typically just do what makes them feel more comfortable. Exactly with dealing with someone in a tough space and it's and you can't fault them for it because everyone's trying to navigate this world at the same Mm -hmm. time like all of the shit like no one is just equipped with all the knowledge yeah Yeah, no one has all the answers so cool are you gonna post that yeah i'm gonna post it i feel like maybe maybe with the end you can compile a list okay yeah yeah Alright, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so let's see what else happened while we were away. Um, uh, you turned thirty. I turned thirty. Oh my god! How could I forget? Oh my god! How could I forget? Yo, real talk, real talk, <laughs> real motherfucking talk right now. Thirty-eight. Turning thirty was the best birthday ever. Two date. Yeah. Ever. Like, I mean, 
I guess it, at 30, like once you hit 30, it kind of should be, maybe. <laughs> like, or every new birthday should be the best birthday ever. What, okay, what is it? What is it about? Who decides these milestones? I get one. One very important. <laughs> That's more. Wait, why is one very important? My nigga, like you survived your whole year. You like and you were in a fragile ass state. Yeah, too, your whole you're, first year. One is more so for the parents. Like y'all kept Did this it. Yeah, kid yeah, yeah, alive yeah. for okay, a year. Okay, so see, okay, cool. One for the parents. Yes, one for the parents. And then the then next, the next one, like, one is 10, like like teenager. Like when do you become a teenager? A 13, thirteen, but sixteen. Sixteen is like the next milestone. I don't know why sixteen is important. I don't know. I have, feel Sweet like it has 16? a lot to do with something weird. Some kind of like antiquated. Now you're able to. Now you're a woman, or now you're a man, or some shit. Like whatever. That, yeah. Oh, but then thirteen Quinte- is is for Jewish people. They have their bat mitzvahs and quinceañeras and quinceas fifteen. Wow. Okay. So, and then after that, eighteen. Hispanics, Latinx, Latinx, Latinx. <laughs> uh, and then eighteen, because you get to get into bullshit. You get to vote twenty-one, because then you're about to ruin your life for the next ten years. <laughs> you're about to twenty-one marks when the beginning of your most fucked up right. life. <laughs> Honestly, that's when shit gets real. And I then, mean, they say your life goes in like cycles of seven. Like is that, that okay? Yeah, so it's like seven, fourteen. Am I doing that right? Seven, fourteen, twenty-one. Okay, is like a big change for you, right? And then I would say at twenty-eight is when I could see myself like there's a light at the end of this fucking tunnel. I feel like twenty-eight is when I got that like notion that. I might be okay. I just have to really do some things differently. Because, mm. cause, cause like, 25, 26, shit was just real oh my fucking God. weird. It was awful. It was real weird. Because it starts 24, off, like, fun. Like, 21, 22. 24 to 26 were, like, not the best years for Yeah, me. me either. They were horrible. 27 was straight, I think. I can't even remember. Because you were drunk. No. 27, I was, like, starting to be really responsible. Oh. For sure. 28, I guess so. Like, 28 was a great year. 28 was a good year. That was last year. 29 has been a piece of shit. But, you know, we're just going to keep on... <laughs> We're gonna keep we're going with it. Ahead. Yeah, we're gonna keep forging ahead and hoping to turn it around pretty soon. I don't know, but it's it's just like the the pressures of thirty is just like making me dread it more than anything. Yeah, the pressures of the expectations of thirty mm-hmm. is making me dread it, but the way I feel about a lot of things, just like. Other than just personal things, I feel a lot more settled, a lot more calm. Okay. Well, that's, I think that that is, you got to celebrate all the wins, you know, because that emotional growth is something that can be hella retarded, literally, in a lot of people. And they are not good for it. Like, you know what I mean? So I think... Whilst you may not have the job <laughs> of your dreams or what, ha- whatever the struggle is, like yeah. it's you have to look at it from all angles. You're m- multifaceted, my uh, nigga. You know what I mean? Am and I? Yeah, shit, yeah, shit, yeah. Okay, but you're thirty. I'm still my young and 30, fresh and twenty nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my thirtieth birthday. I think subconsciously, I I recognize that I do a lot of things subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think subconsciously, I needed... It was, I guess, ultimately what I saw is that it was my way of not succumbing to that notion that 30 has all these pressures that come along with it. It was like, let me gather the people that I love and that I know love me. And I felt so amazing the whole time like it's something about like there are people that i love in my lives but that i don't necessarily get along with per se Mm. you know what i'm saying so like 
That's a great one. Yeah, like, so, for instance, my friend Christy wants to invite, like, her mom to her 30th birthday. I would never invite my mom to my 30th birthday party. While I love her... Y'all aren't friends. We're not friends. Yeah. And so, it's like, I just cultivated an experience that I knew would be enjoyable for Christy. It was all about me from the beginning to the end. <laughs> and it was <laughs> hella enjoyable for me. And it and I felt so loved at the end of it. I was just like, wow, like I wasn't wrong. I didn't miss the mark with these people. They really do love, fucking love the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love the shit out of them. And that, to me, made me feel validated. I was like, if I have this around me until the day that I die. You have, like, a physical representation of the love in your life. Yes. Yeah. And that that felt so beyond, like... Literally, I wasn't thinking about anything, like, other than just, I'm so, I kept saying that. I was like, I'm so happy to be here. Like, I can't this think, is of, <laughs> I can't think of anywhere else I would want to be. Like, if you guys can be with me, I would be great. I would be grand. And it was all women. I so. mean, yeah. And that's not to say that I don't love other people in my life or they're not as important to me, but it's just like, this is my top tier tribe right here. You know what I mean? Like, this mm-hmm. is, these are my ride or dies. Like, if Ryan or I don't know. It was just so good. It was just so, 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 so good. I was in nature. She which, took us to nature. Yeah. We um, went camping. I guess we haven't talked about it at all on the podcast. No. But there's pictures on my personal Instagram and my beautiful fucking friends, Bethany primarily, put together this amazing video for me. And now I have a, like a, what is it? A uh, momentum. Momento? Momento. (laughs) Yeah. Of like that love that I was referring to earlier. You know what I mean? Like I've watched it like four times already. Like it really is one of those things that's like, if I'm feeling down, I'm gonna watch this video. Like I am, because it's just like it's I don't know. It's just fuck. it's so sweet. It's just it was so nice. It was just like a little montage of everything that we did, and everybody said such kind words. And I'm there's just so, so much. Wo- I'll have to show you the other footage. There's more footage. There's so much more where that oh, came from. My God. But what I noticed is that. I, well, I guess you should know this. Like, everybody was down. Like, nobody was like, nah, I don't want to, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, getting on camera and talking is not, like, the easiest thing for people unless you're born to be a star. Right, right, but, right, right. you know, most people aren't, like, the most comfortable in front of the camera, but everybody was like, fuck me. Yeah, let's do it. Like, should we do it like this? Should we go over here? Uh, should we? See, like, I everyone love that. was so super down and very ecstatic about talking about you well i think that speaks more to the kind of people that i gravitate towards like just those thorough ass like just down for whatever for the most part maybe with some convincing but you know like people that ultimately are willing to step outside of their box or not be too in their box all the time and why it's important to try new things and shout out to michael Yeah. Shout out to Michael. That was pretty great. Someone literally went to, I asked everyone three questions and he had like set changes. (laughs) Like he drove to these different places that um, reminded him of Christina. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, that's wild. That's crazy. That's dedication. I didn't even ask you all that, but you did that. that. Yeah, it was super sweet. Um, I felt like the men had a lot more to say. I know about the you. men were really. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm a fucking man eater, if you will. Like for these men to make it this far, yeah. they're special men. <laughs> I would agree with uh, like all three of them. Yeah. yeah, like I think they all can handle you. It's fine. Yes, <laughs> like they're the only three that can. Yeah, and have so. Yeah. <clears throat> um. I don't know. I don't know what else to say to you right now. Nothing. I think we get this is a cute little bonus episode. Are we? This there's nothing cute. more that we need to touch on. Um, we are super excited for Insecure to come back. Fuck yeah. Also followed the trash mess that is Dro and Tasha. And well, it's just Dro and Tasha. 
who actually have a baby in real life together. Wait, what? Oh, yes, bitch. That's her baby daddy? That's her baby daddy. No! That's her fucking baby daddy. How did I fucking not know this shit? Okay, I found out the day I was getting on the plane to come to Maine. What? What they are a mess, aren't? Well, okay, we'll They're talk about this. They're such a mess, but that's I mean, what... I knew they were. Good. I knew whoever he was was a mess because she was all very like me and my baby, yes. like fuck the world. We it's don't just need I fuck the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to all the single moms, of course. But, but whatever. Okay, I mean, he's, he's claiming the baby, so it's not like he. Whatever beef they had has been squashed. I'm assuming. Because he was there so the day the baby was born. Not the two I would ever. Is this when she starts a period? The dog, yeah. <sighs> Ew. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> She's at work. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. Like I, from the moment I saw him, I was like, oh, he's definitely a fuckboy. From the moment you saw him on the show. Well, yeah. Yeah, but he's the. I think I feel like he's the same person in real life. Is that that's unfair? Look at her little eyes, the dog's eyes. <laughs> She's embarrassed. Um. Oh. Okay, guys, <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna um, go. We are again on break for real until sometime in July. Until the next time we want to do time is a social construct. So we'll be back. We'll be back. And in the meantime. Here. Uh, we're also not very active on any of our social medias right now. <laughs> Dog, everybody needs a break. Like everybody, just, no, and I don't feel bad about it. I'm I just don't saying, feel like, bad. If you're listening to this podcast, like the last thing we posted, I'll post some things today. I have a dad. Whatever, we'll get to we it. We have things. Follow us on Instagram at Lemon Pepper, Pepper Wet, Wet Pod, and on Twitter and Facebook at, at Lemon, Lemon Pepper, Pepper Wet. Wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can also find us on our website at lemonpepperwetpodcast.com. We also have the Bouch, which there's so many Bouch episodes that need to be edited. Yeah, we we got some editing to do right now. Yeah, for sure. um, But there's that. Yeah. And and there's the Bouch, the People's Bouch on Twitter. I feel like... I, I really don't know what's happening on Twitter, but I feel like our accounts are active. Yeah, sure. we just needed a little hiatus, but we hope you guys are doing well. Happy Pride again. Um, Till next time. Till next time.